press the bell icon on YouTube and don't miss another update. Namaste viewers, welcome to Jaipur Dialogue USA, Jaipur Dialogue. And before we begin the show, wanted to request all of you to like, share, subscribe and press the bell icon and support both Jaipur Dialogue and Jaipur Dialogue USA. We are concurrently carrying the theme, carrying the theme that we must do things together. To begin with, I wanted to express our deepest gratitude to Mr. Arish Sahniji, a Hindu community activist in, in Long Island, who has very well supported the sponsorship of this particular segment today. And, uh, you know, thank you very much, Arishji. So let's kick off straight away. And I have great pleasure in welcoming two remarkable young men who make me feel young at the same time, Sharad Mohanji and Mr. Aditya Satsangiji. Uh, Aditya Satsangiji is known to the audiences because he has been very popular with his Satology channel. He's a brilliant author of excellent mind. I have no hesitation in paying him the compliment he deserves. And, uh, you know, he has written many books. And his, he sent me the book. Uh, this program is not about reviewing his book, but wanted you to know that his book, Gold, Glory and God, is a must read. I've started reading it. And some point in time, we will review the whole book. The second gentleman, Mr. Sharad Mohan, is coming on this particular show for the first time, but he has been on, I have known him for a while. He is also a very sharp mind, man from technology domain, done very well in his life. And he's also an author of several books, including the Bermuda Triangle, which he talked about Kashmir as the Bermuda Triangle of India. And incidentally, the cover of the that particular book is exactly what uh, Vivek Agnihotri carried out in Kashmir files. That's a remarkable thing to happen. The vision and the insights of Sharad Mohanji is very powerful. And his book, Rebooting Bihar, if not now, when, has been, uh, I have read this book. It is a brilliant analysis of the problems plaguing Bihar. Enough of their praise, enough of their introduction. But I want to get into the straightway, into the groove of the conversation that, you know, in the U.S., I often hear Christians often talk about that how Christians are persecuted around the world. This is the theme that goes about. About Muslims, less said the better, because they have already succeeded in putting through Congress an Islamophobia bill. The two religious, religious denominations who dominate the world in conversation on religion, they both cry about being discriminated against. Whereas the one faith, the most peaceful faith in the world, the Sanatanis, who are otherwise known as Hindus, we are the ones who are most persecuted, hated, disliked, attacked, but we don't even cry about it. So now, now in the 21st century, with the advent of technology, we are getting to know that we are the target. Why? Why so much Hindu hatred? There is one country that is Hindu calls itself secular. We don't even call ourselves a Hindu nation. We don't even call ourselves a Sanatani nation. Why are we under attack? So let's dive into that. And Adityji, I will kick off with you that what is the reason, as Kashmir File has shown the movie, I mean, even New Zealand, they wanted to ban the movie by led by some Muslim organizations. But fortunately, the freedom triumphed and the movie will be shown. So global upheaval has happened. 
And so there are a lot of things happening amongst the Hindu community. What is the reason for the Hindu hatred and what the Hindu response ought to be? Go ahead, sir. Uh, Hindu hatred is an unfounded topic because unfounded is, is the reasons are practically unknown why there is a Hindu hatred. More than 65 million Americans attend yoga. If they attend yoga, that means they have to know, understand that is the gift of Hindu culture. And the meditation, the word karma, including the bad usage of words like thug by the President Biden is also a Hindu word. So Hindus have contributed a lot to this society. And so Hindu hatred is unfounded. Even Islamic countries like UAE, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and also Yemen, Oman, many of these places have Hindu groups helping proactively. Kurds uh, should be very grateful to Hindu groups uh, coming from Shishi Ravi, uh, as Shishi Ravi Shankarji, The Art of Living, where Hindus have provided so much help. Hindus are providing help in Ukraine. It is a Hindu management which is doing that. Indian Army saved people in tsunami, which is majority made of Indians, which are Hindus. And, uh, and also, even though Indian Army is uh, largely religion neutral, but still majority of the people are there. So Hindu hatred is an unfounded topic. I, Hindu phobia is unfounded because Hindus have not done anything which demands a fear of their community. Anyone should be afraid of them. And largely, if you look at the American comic series or comedians, they make usually make fun of Indians because they know they are completely harmless. And uh, uh, in terms of they have no evil thought because any society which believes in karma cannot hurt others because it's a bad karma for them. So the, the entire foundation is coming from a deep-rooted Abrahamic hatred. You know, I sometimes I call it kafir phobia, kufr phobia, or infidel phobia, which is what the the Abrahamic faiths are suffering from, and and that hatred it transforms into a Hindu hatred or community hatred. But there is nothing which Hindu community has done which they should be hated for. You are absolutely right, and that's what I always wonder. You know, we are the most peaceful most loved immigrant community anywhere in the world. We are not a law and order problem anywhere in the world. You know, so the so the, there is no need for. But then comes the issue. Why are we under attack? What have we done to deserve these uncharitable attacks that happens on us? And that's the important part. And the recent story of as we were, we are all witness to the movie Kashmir Files here in the U.S., which was a remarkably successful tour launch of the movie, which created, to use the Hindi word bavandar, uh, in the minds of people that, you know, one of the things that has happened is the number of people who said, oh my God, this was happening right in our backyard and we didn't know about it. So the question then arises, and then there are people like Bollywood and others who don't even comment on the movie. They're so afraid, you know, like... Uh, the famous actor Nawazuddin said, point of view hai, unka hone Really? It's a point of view? It's a truth-telling. Truth-telling is not a point of view. You know, so people have been totally shocked. So, Sharadji, give your thoughts on this. I mean, is it a 
important for we are NRIs, you know, like we are NRIs, we are subject to a lot of things like in the US, the caste thing is happening. You know, so it is there is no evidence of caste-based discrimination in this country, but we are being pointed out, singled out as the biggest discriminatory and evil people that we ruin other people's lives. Is that true? And if it is true, what are we supposed to do about it? And if it's not true, what must we do about it? Okay. So uh, this is opening a statement. So there will be little uh, one more extra time, uh, one minute. But uh, thank you, Jaipur Dialogues, for giving me this opportunity. Actually, I have come on uh, on TV with uh, with uh, Vibhuti Ji on a different show. But um, Vibhuti Ji, uh, congratulations for your uh, nomination for the um, poll. That's another I'm not thing which public here on TV. So let it be there. <laughs> sure. Okay. But and, I will uh, say, I will make that announcement myself. Sure, so, sure, thank you. Very thank much. you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Now coming to the uh, Hindu uh, being under attack in USA as an Indian American, my uh, take on this is we have to see how America has uh, formed. Right? Who has formed America? Uh, primarily the people from uh, England, British. And when I was uh, writing my uh, the latest book, which is uh, shown uh, behind me, India America War. Uh, in 2047, uh, prophecy, uh, paradox, or possibility. I did a lot of research finding the way the American uh, society evolved in early 1700, right, which is 18th century. And I found a lot of uh, uh, anecdotes which makes me think why Americans think like that. First of all, the greatest hero of American politicians is Churchill. Mr. Churchill, who we all know and has been recorded, is was a proven racist uh, and he had a special love for india in in a negative way starting from the bengal famine where he killed so many people uh, it's, it's bigger than a, any genocide known and he is still a, a revered in american polit political circle as somebody who they keep on quoting now churchill's mother was an american jenny spencer churchill she was an american born britisher so there is a love relationship there then came the church right and again when i'm making all this statement to all the viewers i'm not against any faith i'm just putting my point of view which i feel so there is nothing hatred against the christianity or the islamic or all those things right i as a proud hindu and a proud indian american i'm putting my views so then came the evangelist church right in 1800 uh, after the uh, uh, sorry in in the 1945 after the second world war when some of the sikh soldiers from the European countries migrated to California, there were a lot of statement, racist statement made uh, for them. Uh, this was the start of the Indian presence in America. Okay, and uh, they were not allowed to marry any white girls. They they eventually ended up marrying, and they could not bring their uh, wife from India. So they ended up marrying a lot of Mexican people. And how this is how the their uh, uh, family history started in America. And there's a book written uh, on that. Then, then comes uh, um, 80s was little mild, right? India was uh, in the opposite camp, in the Russian camp, and uh, Pakistan was in American camp. So the entire foreign policy of America and the politician had a different view for India till uh, actually 9/11 happened. 71, we all know that America sent uh, the nuclear-powered ship uh, to the Bay of Bengal. So all these things in the name of democracy. Um, when I, if you see a lot of evangelist church articles, the way they have uh, chosen India as a farming ground for, they, they see 700, I, I, I was reading just yesterday, 
and I can share those articles. They uh, they are saying that India had around at that time when this article was written around 800 million Hindus, a fertile ground for evangelists to go and convert them. And they have given 10, 20 principles of how you can uh, approach them. Don't don't attack their God, but you know uh, take their God in your and then uh, uh, portray things. They're like they have given 10 steps, and I will share that article from from the from the evangelist church in the 80s. So all this thing was happening. So we, it was always there. The undercurrent was always there, but we were not in this big population after uh, the dot-com bust or uh, uh, after 9-11 when we, we were in a big number. And that's where we start feeling the uh, in day-to-day -day life, some of the pushback, uh, we uh, being a Hindu. Uh, there is one famous, uh, infamous incident. There was an American consulate. I think her name was Michelle Cho. Uh, she was posted in Chennai. And she took a train uh, a, to from New Delhi to Odisha. I think she was going to Jagannath Puri. And you know, uh, and in those days, Indian train would take two days, three days to reach the de destination. She made a very in and she's an American consulate, a white lady, and she made a, st a statement that oh, the train kept on going for three days, and when I reached uh, Jagannath Puri, I was as dark and dirty like any Tamilian and and it's so much halla was created that you know she had to uh, come back to America so this was the mindset it was all evolving it is now when we have say uh, you know uh, India is a big country that's a strategic alliance with America the politicians have toned down their rhetoric but underlying uh, underneath there is a Hindu phobia uh, which we call it religious phobia. Very recently, Indian government made that statement. So I think it was always there. Now it is us to make sure that, you know, we don't beg for acceptance, but we make them accept. Thank you. Sorry Thank for Thank you the very much for a very powerful opening. And Adityji, I will take off from Sharadji's mention about the conversion part of it, you know. So like the statement, 800 million people are a fertile ground for us to go ahead and evangelize. And I call that as India has become a happy hunting ground for all kinds of people because they know that we are benign. We, they, we know that we are not violent people. You know, it takes a lot to stir up or anger a Hindu. This is very, very important part, conversion. I have said this before and I'll say it again. In my opinion, conversion is a sin against God's original intent. We are Vibhuti, Aditya, and Sharad here, right? We could have been John, Muhammad, and Jesus here, but God willed us to be who we are. So for anybody to convert us, coming to convert in the name of God to a particular faith, in my opinion, it's a sin against God's original intent. We say nothing about it. And as Sharadji mentioned that we are not against anyone. We don't talk about anything. So we are making an inquiry. Classic Hindu seeker's mind that we want to know what's what's all this about. So conversion is a big business, right? How does and what I have found is that in Kashmir particularly, people who are converted, their names are Nayak, Bhat, Kaul, who have become Muslim. They are even more rabid anti-Hindu people than the original Muslims, if you say. The other day, now, Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad uh, said so on the TV that all Muslims are originally Kashmiri pundits. So the converted ones are even more vicious because they suffer from three psychological pressures. 
One is they converted because of fear of death, maybe sword or gun, right? Jina had to convert karo. You know, famous slogan in Kashmir was convert, leave or die. <clears throat> then they abandoned their faith and family. And they have sought shelter in other faith. So they have to prove their, uh, your, their, their affiliation to the adopted faith even more viciously by being more vicious against Hindus than they are. How do we address this issue of conversion? Please, your thoughts on this matter. It's a critical issue. Actually, the uh, in uh, in uh, if you look at the any Abrahamism faith, Abrahamism, all Abrahamism faiths are built around conversion to increase their followers, and and that's what the book title I wrote is Gold, Glory, and God. For either gold, so they used to like many Arabs bought Hindu traders from Kabul for money, and that's how they converted them. Or and ultimately, it comes down to sword. Uh, those who do not uh, willingly convert through gold or any other allurements, then ultimately comes a sword or it happened in Christianity also. The entire Philippines was a Hindu country where it was forcibly converted from being a Hindu to a Christian in just 100 years. And so the Crusades have played a very large role in building up the Roman Catholic population. Most of the Crusades were done by the Catholic Church. And uh, now if we look at the Hindu culture, the Hindu culture, we also, like Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, <clears throat> that those who tell others about me are very dear to me. Now, the conversion happens from bad habits to good habits. Now, we all know the bad habits of bad effect of, uh, uh, you know, eating red meat on our heart and cholesterol is a very well-known scientific fact. If somebody leaves that and adopts a vegan diet or vegetarian diet because of influence of yoga, so that means he is moving from a bad life to a good life. However, in the case of Abrahamism religions, people go from good habits to bad habits. So that is not a good uh, conversion because now they have gone from a healthy lifestyle to an unhealthy lifestyle. Uh, in case of Sanatan Dharma, when people become yogi, so many American yogis now, they chant Om, they say Namaste, and they they have gone from bad lifestyle to a good lifestyle. And there's a misconception being spread around that if you eat meat, then you are stronger. That is not the reality, actually. If you eat, uh, you, the, most of the large, strong animals are vegetarians. Yes. So it's a, a, lot of, a lot of propaganda is going around here. Now, coming to one point uh, where uh, Sharaji very accurately pointed out, there is underlying hatred of brown skin out of insecurity the the european race i don't call them whites i say european race which which settled in this country displacing the native americans they always had the community insecurity in them of uh, against an unknown enemy so in that fear they killed millions of native americans and uh, natives are their culture is not even found in this country and they also had an inherent fear. Now they have inherent fear of Japanese in the 80s. You have seen those campaigns where Japanese were kicked out. Now they started a Chinese one. The Chinese were supposed to be kicked out. Now the Russians is going on. And the next number will be probably Indians. And Muslims have also gone through that phase. But Islamophobia bill probably has protected them. But there is no protection for other brown skins. 
So I, I think there is uh, Indian Americans will be the next target of this same kind of racist attitude. However, they need to know that if the Indian Americans stop contributing, that America will become a fourth world country, not even third world. I, I, I love that powerful statement that you made that if Indian Americans stop contributing, America will become a fourth country, fourth world country. <clears throat> This, after this Africa, is, after after Africa. Africa. So this is a powerful statement, which I'm 100% sure many Americans will not like it. So don't say anything which makes people, you makes you unlikable. <laughs> that is, we are under they so they already don't like me because of my book. No, that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But here is another part. I want to spend some time on the conversion part of the story. Because what bothers me is uh, when Christians and Muslims indulge in conversion in India, it is attributed as religious freedom. But Hindus do gharwapasi, it is termed religious bigotry. <clears throat> right? Sharaji, your thought on it. Is it media manipulated? Or is it that we do not do know how to do things right? So Where it's is both the issue here? So it's, it's both. Um, so I, I, I will give you my example. Uh, I studied in uh, Dhanbad, uh, now it's Jharkhand. My school was very famous school. It was by uh, somebody called Mr. Robert Dinobili. Robert Dinobili uh, came and first became Brahmin. He converted himself. He learned Sanskrit. It's a big institution. It's a Jesuit school, uh, Dinobili school in Dhanbad. They have 10 branches, right? And then um, the principal uh, during my time was Father George W. Hess. He was a Maryland-born, a very bright young evangelist uh, who was about to join Stanford. And then he got an offer to you know, go and help. Uh, uh, they, they call uh, salvation. Uh, go to a country like India and you know um, bring those people back to the God's life. So he, he came there. He, even though he was not a very uh, uh, Christian in that way where he converted, he, he was a, a reward in a very different way. He changed there. But uh, this is how it started. And um, uh, if, uh, the conversion is one of the big factor. They initially started uh, attacking the uh, tribals. So the, the, the manual which I'm referring, it, uh, there they're saying that why are we focusing more on the tribal, which is only 7% of the Indian population, go and uh, you know convert the mainstream. And that's where they have given all those uh, principles. So conversion was always one big factor. There are a lot of money which was pumped through the NGOs. And that's where when uh, in 2014, when the Modi government came, they put a lot of uh, control on uh, those kind of NGO activities. And that's where the Western media uh, was uh, George Soros type of people were totally against India and, and they were bad-mouthing India. So uh, conversion is one of the uh, big factor with Christianity uh, uh, spread. Um, we have not done it. Uh, so uh, when I say we, we do not have a concept of ghar wapsi in our scriptures as such. We just show uh, the path because our is a very diverse and very different views. Um, uh, maybe some sampradaya will not agree to this, but uh, generally speaking, there is no central um, body in India which can coordinate these type of things like uh, the other faith. Right? That's one of the reason. As far as Christ uh, Islam is concerned, it was it was not more on on an educational way it was two ways like you know if you see my book kashmir the bermuda triangle of india uh, uh, and the movie which uh, vivek agnihotri ji made in that movie 
it's only the exodus the last exodus he's mentioned right which is uh, his time frame of the movie was 1990 and maybe a little bit of the 2003 but there are before that there were six exodus which happened in kashmir starting from shikandar shah in 1306 there were six exodus this was the seventh but earlier ex- exodus and conversion mm-hmm. happened because of the smartly use of the sufism which i have mentioned in my book uh, and i i was very happy to see that vivek has also used that sufism which is very uh, acceptable to the indians especially the kashmiris because of the shivite tradition there they were easily uh, lured into uh, you know um, converting so they have used that ploy and then obviously sword and all those things uh, also came but sufism was one of the big factor in kashmir to convert a large chunk of people uh, gulam nabi azad is saying that he his great great grandfather was 600 years old uh, uh, hindu but i would say it's not even 600 it would be not more than 2 to 300 because uh, from the pakistanis uh, iqbal everybody converted just five generation back five or six generation back so uh, you know there should be a dna test on on these people so um, finally uh, concluding a remark yes hindus do not know the way to proceed because this is a institutionalized way of conversion hindus are not institution we are not central in in character and that could be one of the reason so what is the way out aditya ji uh, you know like how do we you know how do we contest the concept of freedom of religion because i believe that the concept of freedom of religion is a political instrument of the western democracy it's no, it's part of our essential being because in our faith in sanatani there is no imposition as aradi was saying that you have to do this you have to do that you can pray to whoever you want pray any number of times you want or don't pray at all but eventually your actions your karma defines you so how do we address that issue because in my opinion i i take the stand that the freedom of religion need not be part of uh, uh, our constitution which is again a western document so freedom of religion need not be part of our because we are that it's like saying you prove that you are a man i don't need to give a proof that i'm a man or a woman need not have to give a proof that she is a woman you know so it is part of our essential being how do we address that aap mute pe hain sab you are on mute now does the women have to be given a certificate by a biologist to be called <laughs> yeah supreme court nominee judge says she she found it difficult to define what a woman is god knows what world we are coming to but then that's a topic for another day go ahead sir so uh, the the very good question actually and if you look at uh, the movements today so marshi mahesh yogi did a very successful launch of uh, transcendental meditation yes and then we had iskon propad did a very successful at, in, at one point uh, propad had the newspaper articles were there that he is going to convert the whole america into hari krishna that was the biggest fear amongst the american politicians right and he used to be published in new york post and so many tv stations were interviewing him all over the us and also the third wave was sadguru which is going on right now where every single american knows him and he is being talked in different circles now one thing is that none of our gurus they asked for conversion they did not say that you need to stop being a muslim or a christian and become a hindu 
what they said was that add these good qualities like chanting meditation in your lives and your life will improve so that was an open uh, architecture whatever you call it open open system the the only solution will be now is the, what we have seen that it it works very well amongst the majority of the intelligent american crowd but most of the the power of the church and the and all these abrahamism uh, faith systems comes from captive audience which uh, sharaji very rightly said sanatan dharma hinduism doesn't it is not designed that way it is designed to keep a person intelligent and the real freedom of thought is present only in sanatan dharma culture so many of our gurus have successfully done it in fact uh, when an american starts moving his head like this trying to copy an indian i know there is something wrong <laughs> because because that person has adopted the physical attributes not the internal attributes and somehow they lose the balance of life where they focus on this type of hinduness instead of getting in hindu in terms of karma so it is a duty of all the educated hindus and the gurus also to understand to make people understand that if you want to be called a scientist or an intelligent person then you have to adopt sanatan dharma because it is not dogmatic and that should be the message from every single indian american or hindu american living in this country when that happens then sanatan dharma will become a part of a regular american life cycle which actually they want to become like a sanatan dharmi or open minded person but the dogmas of the mosque and the church stop them from actually living that life very well said uh, the point of the matter still <clears throat> remains uh, that in my opinion it remains that while we do what we do in america the threat is back home and to hindus all over the world and to that end you know like for example you know how do we reconvert because it is it is part of an awake there there definitely there somebody will say that you guys did not protect you know the kashmir file is a story kashmir is a is a, is, a, is a very burning example for us all hindus all over the world to think about it that atrocity was happening the seventh exodus happened and that was also suppressed guess by who by kashmiri indira gandhi by kashmiri rajiv gandhi or before that nehru i mean kashmiri's people believed that pandit nehru would be their own guy and they will he will do nothing against them on the contrary pandit nehru was the one who was a sell out in that matter so the question arises what is it amongst us that we sell out so easily and we don't we are not able to bring the things back and that's the important part many people are worried that if the rate of conversion that is happening the rabid hate that the converted hindus uh you know who do against hindus how do we curb that sharaji how do we so a uh, very good question um uh, and i also have uh, uh, not found the exact answer i was talking other day with somebody but i said that um, if you see any atheist uh, he, uh, they are always hindus if a muslim i don't see any muslim or christian become a, a atheist in india 
and um, so all this uh, Khan market, so-called Khan market gang, cabal, and the Stephen. Uh, I have a lot of friends from uh, uh, St. Stephen's College uh, in Delhi. And they're all uh, Hindus with Bhartiyas and all kinds of names, surname. And they do have a, uh, their, their parents uh, go to the Hindu temple and all, but they're all atheists, right? If you see the entire Kashmir movement, when it started with Sheikh Abdullah, right, uh, who was challenging uh, Raja Hari Singh, Sheikh Abdullah started as a communist. And this communist Muslim then turned into a, a fanatic Muslim. Whereas Hindus, if they become a communist, they become diehard anti-Hindu. So there is something in the genes at uh, some psychological level of study that needs to be done that has not been done. Why Hindus are take that stand, right? That's where I was giving the example of my school, uh, Dinobili, when the, the whole plan was to attack the Brahmins who were the uh, education provider or the knowledge giver or the uh, somebody who, who, who were the influencer of the society at that time. So uh, whether it's a Raja Ram Mohan Roy or, or other prominent uh, the Brahmins, some of them were tapped uh, uh, to become a more intellectual, progressive, giving them an Oxford kind of uh, education uh, during British era to use them as an influencer. So something in our genes, uh, which we need to uh, find out. I was hearing a, a debate uh, yesterday uh, in, in Raj Sabha or Lok Sabha by Mr. Uh, N. Dubey. Uh, I, think, I think he's from UP, uh, he, he, from BJP. He gave a very good speech. He said, that uh, he was uh, this was in a little different context but uh, coming to this uh, topic uh, he said that the 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 corruption was so much high in the upa government that they use around 3000 uh, uh, crore worth of indian rupees in a form of a donation to all the ivy colleges of america whether it's a harvard chair whether stanford chair princeton chair he gave the number government has a number 3000 crore through some agency now None of these people contributed a single, uh, all these monies went to a different cause. It never went for, you know, having an Upanishad chair or, or a Veda chair or a Mahabharat chair and educate American uh, diaspora or, or educated uh, intellectuals on our uh, scriptures, right? It's not regressive. It's, it's very pro-woman. It's very, even if it, it, it is supporting LGBT, which is the la latest fad in America. Mm -hmm. We had all those stories. That That is missing. There is no coordinated effort. I think that's where we probably lack um, uh, is my is my viewpoint and that's where this government has to uh, i think just recently they have starting ic icar or something where they will be now spreading indian uh, education and ancient value system in the uh, american education system uh, so uh, there's a lot of gap i think america has to be told that story Unfortunately, our representative, whether it's uh, Pramila Jaipal ji or uh, Mr. Ro Khanna or whoever, they are first generation politician, uh, unlike our uh, South Carolina Bobby Jindal, who had to uh, even convert to be uh, called as a American politician. So that phase is over now. Now you can be a Hindu or you can be a Sikh and still be an American center, but it's slow um, transformation happening. But we need to enter the education institution. Like we see what's happening in New Jersey with that lady, uh, Adre Tushki or somebody. She's so uh, venom, full of venom against uh, Hinduism. Yeah. She's saying Aurangzeb was a great leader. Yeah. yeah. You know, you are right. You took up uh, Audrey Tushki's name uh, and there are several like that who are purely driven by hate. But Adityji, my, 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 my inquiry would be again here is that are we Hindus apathetic 
or we just don't give a damn or we are just too lazy to respond because th there is a thing called dharma you know we have talked about dharma in the past you know like mahabharata mm -hmm. gita ramayan these are absolutely wonderful texts i won't say their story that texts of lessons of life and they don't say don't fight you have to rise to fight for your dharma how is it that the modern hindu has become so adharmic so apathetic that asharadi was talking about there's something wrong with our dna i have said so myself so we agree with that thought process there's something wrong with our dna and that bothers me because look at the 1941 census of india to all the viewers i'm urging today look up the 1941 census of india and i was astonished and if you are not aghast i'll be surprised there were total number of british in this country was 145000 if you are from india that number will resonate if you are in america it is 145000 british were in this country in india who ruled india plus women and children point is the 145000 british used millions of indians to rule them their resources their people and they were called democracy democracy and we became so apathetic that we didn't even respond what do you, how do you attribute that lethargy in hindus what the response ought to be aditi ji unmute yourself please yeah you said the 145000 number now i'll give you another spin to that number yeah. those 145000 people were the british army yes british army yeah that's what i'm talking about british yeah so britain will need just 150000 indian army people to rule britain <laughs> that's the analogy you know? right. so that's how you work indian army can easily 150000 men from indian army can control entire britain if they have a military superiority uh, that's how the army works one is to 20 one is to 30 uh, so now coming to your question on the hindu lethargy the biggest problem is we all want to be called hindu but we don't read our books british banned mahabharat and said that mahabharat if you keep mahabharat in the house there will be fights in the family now the same mahabharat i have written many books 11 books i have written and one of them is yudhishthir narada now narada tells yudhishthir that if your armies are not strong and not and not constantly attacking the enemy to establish sanatan dharma then you will become a slave dasatva you will become a slave that's what the pandavas fought for because they were humiliated to become a slave dasatva means slave now we have been told and we have been told humne kisi pe aakraman nahi kiya if you look at the history the entire european colonization is a military conquest to extract the resources of the lands where they went so even the usa is an occupied territory by the europeans where the native americans rights have been taken away till date the excel pipeline is a striking example of that it will hurt many hurt many americans but i totally oppose the excel pipeline because because it goes over the sacred sites of the native americans which all we need to respect and and if we do not respect our dharma will not let us live peacefully because one of our fellow americans is not able to practice their own faith and their culture
in USA, the Indian universities and the Indian academics always try to get validation from American universities. A donkey, if he doesn't know anything, is just going to bray. So when an intelligent person goes to a donkey, they he is not going to hear anything wiser word than a break, the donkey's sound. That is the situation with the people belonging to Vedic culture going to Abrahamic faith for validation. Harvard Hindu Studies, Francis Cloney, who is the head of the Harvard Hindu Studies, he is a Christian pastor teaching Hindus, Hinduism in Harvard. So now how can a Christian pastor comment on Ramanujacharya's teachings when he doesn't have faith? He is going to introduce Christianity into Ramanujacharya's teachings also. And that's called inculturation. That means adopting the symbols and cultures of the natives while promoting your own. I have written that in many sessions I have spoken. So the point is that we have not, we do not have a strategy because we don't listen to our gurus. We have been told that your gurus are all thieves. They are, they are just doing for personal profits. And everybody can read the scriptures and they learn. Muslims and Christians don't do that. Their whole population is only one speaker, whosoever is their guru. And, and that's how they represent themselves very forcibly in political circles. Second important basic fault of the Hindus is that our Hindu leaders, Hindu temple priests, and Hindu community leaders, gurus, they do not take up the advisory role of the governments. Ideally, President Biden should be guided by a Hindu priest or a Hindu uh, educated person who is knows the Shastra and then helps him create proper strategies. Because without Hinduism, without Sanatan Dharma, nobody can be peaceful. India today is performing well because the Indian Prime Minister follows the Sanatan Dharma culture. Most of the 57 Islamic countries are not doing well because they don't follow the Sanatan Dharma culture. Most of the Europe is in turmoil because of the lack of Sanatan Dharma culture and therefore the Till date, the European governments exploit the local Romani people. I speak for all the Romani people. 40 million Romanis in Europe, they have been exploited till date. There are ancient sites of Romanis being taken away in southern France. And they are the <clears> ones <throat> who are telling everybody else about human rights. Human rights means if you are a Christian, you are a human. Otherwise, you are not a human. That's the whole point they are saying. <laughs> So we, we, we have to counter that with a proper logic that this is what, hey, Americans wake up, become a human because majority of the Americans are agnostic today, not religious. So it's time for us to go back to the original culture of the land. If you have come from Europe, welcome. But now here you become a Native American, not remain a European American. Very well said. And you brought about the culture element, which is my favorite theme. Culture is critical. We are born in a system. We are born in a family. We are born in a in a in a in a life system that we adopt. You know, we are all brown. We are naturally tanned people, as I prefer to call instead of being brown. We are naturally tanned people. We don't need to go in a tanning machine to become to acquire the color of skin that we have. But it's very important to uh, bear in mind the culture part of it. There is a cultural annihilation happening of Hindus in India. And, and interestingly enough, it is led, among other, through the first five education ministers who really altered the course of Hindu education and Indian education system through Bollywood. There was a thing called 
there was a time when dilip kumar and others will not they will use a different name but today you are looking at the invasion of indian culture that happens subliminally and directly so much so that now people have begun to become aware what was earlier a subliminal attack surreptitiously shoved in now it is becoming no that's not right we have many social media platforms like netflix and all they make movies to denigrate things hindu items hindu whereas they will glorify things non hindu and as sharad ji as you rightly mentioned in the beginning we are not here against anyone you know like as the saying goes hindus can't be against anyone because we we have a complete freedom to pray whoever you want a shiva worshipper doesn't decry a kali worshipper a durga worshipper doesn't decry ganesh ganesh bhagwan so we are very inclusive community and faith system but we are under the definite attack and there is a response happening to that now people are open openly talking about you know for even amitabh bachchan was chided that aaj aapke muh mein jawan nahi hai kashmir file ke bare mein kuch bolne ke liye nobody is spared science and technology is with us presidents here talk about let's fight covid with science and i welcome that if you if you fight life with science sanatan triumphs the abrahamic faiths will have to take a back seat the science makes it very clear that there is nothing special about a christian cancer muslim cancer or a hindu cancer a cancer is a cancer let's kind of face the fact Sharadji, your thoughts? Um, so, I, I agree to all your observation. I think uh, um, the India has definitely changed. The success of the Kashmir file movie has shown that uh, uh, whether the mainstream agrees or not, um, people have really started looking into our uh, Sanatan faith in a very different light, especially the youth. and uh, thanks to the social media it, it it's not only bringing the uh, earlier remember uh, 10 years back delhi was uh, allegedly called a rape capital when you know there were a lot of triggers happening lot of nirbhaya type of cases happening because the social media was available in everybody's hand mobile phone and there were uh, there were always a triggers available but now the same thing has gone with the uh, all these knowledge uh, available right uh, especially about our religion uh, as amit aditya rightly said in the abrahamic faith it's it's always driven from the top so they are very controlled very organized right either a caliph has to make a religious statement or a, a pope has to make a or a church a pastor has to make a statement arm people doesn't make that statement in hinduism there is so many sampradayas there is no central body to say that what is right or what is wrong in any anything so uh, that's where it is very uh, widespread um social media has uh, will play a big role in it's a boon in disguise even though there will be initial challenges like the toolkit and all but the same technology so to the hindus what i say is uh, uh do not get emotional use the wokism tool to further your cause uh, i was uh, uh, seeing uh, <clears throat> the definition of minority in america and you are nowhere mentioned the brown skin the yellow skin you are nowhere mentioned the definition of the government of america minority definition is only for those blacks who are american not the hispanic blacks and then they have hispanic section they they have puerto rican section so 
our next generation uh, of uh, Indian American who will actually save this country. And with your um, uh, permission, I'm just pointing to the book, India, America War in 2047. I have given all those things. Hindus have always been loyal to their karma bhumi and America is our karma bhumi. And we will be not just a uh, standby or somebody who is using the resources, uh, whether it's a Medicare or free uh, social uh, checks, we will contribute more than what America gives back to, uh, to to the community. And this is where the education should go to the politicians that, you know, this is a community which is actually going to build you further strong. And you just cannot live without us because, uh, you know, we're seeing the Russia-Ukraine war, America couldn't put the boot on the ground. You have only 300 million, 350 million. Uh, you will always need, if you want to keep the superpower status going, you need to have boots on the ground. You need to have, a, and you cannot do yourself directly. You need an ally. And India, with 1.5, uh, 1.35 billion population, and with the democratic values, America just cannot live without India. That's the truth. It's it's good they accept now because 10, 15 years down the line, it will be very hard because then it will be like, you know, you going and, you know, you won't be in a negotiating position from the top. So they better understand that. And I'm not saying with arrogance, I'm saying with 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 proper humility that uh, America needs India. And, and Sanatan value is a very inc inclusive value, right? We do not impose anything uh, on anybody. Uh, so, but then our our uh, current generation, right? The youth should instead of going into we we have already mastered the technology sector in this country. We now have to move to the legal, the uh, the different agencies, whether it's a CIA, FBI, police, uh, or the uh, foreign ministry. Indians need to get in there to bring the diversity. Because this is what America and, and, and the liberal uh, progressive uh, policy uh, is asking us to do, wokeism. They are even going to the level of uh, investing $300 million, uh, putting all these uh, agenda through universities and through uh, different uh, uh, NGOs to the Indian, uh, uh, to India. So this tool can be used here too. We need to be uh, you know careful with that and use our brain because we have always been uh, our our USP has been our mind, so so I think things will improve. But um, awareness needs to be done. Thank you, Aditi. I'll take off on the statement made by Sharadji that you know wokeism, the amount of money that is pouring in from the woke culture proponents. Where does that come from? Both the thought and the money. What is the urgency for them? to do what they are doing, knowing full well that it makes no sense. <clears throat> Orwellian thought. Now, coming to, coming to the wokeism as a philosophy, you know, the, if you cannot, if the, if the enemy collapses from within, then there is no need to fight a war. That's right. And that's how the, the intelligent strategies work and that's Chanakiniti also. Now there is so much of violence has been done just two generations or three generations before on blacks and browns. And I'm sure if Indians do not wake up, we will be the next, next in line. They're already planning. And uh, so that's how the caste is introduced and, and slowly 
Indian American businesses will be boycotted. All those things are going to start. And uh, if we do not plan properly, and that's why I'm saying it in public so that everybody knows that this is coming. Be ready. Now, wokeism as a concept was started to take revenge or to assure the systemic racism prevalent in the American education system. Now, I'll give you one example. Ziegler, I've written a whole article on psychology actually, on him. If you read the 10th grade textbooks about Hinduism, it says Krishna created caste system. <laughs> yeah. Where Krishna says, Chatur Maya Gona Karma He says that this is naturally existing for Varna, not caste. Caste is a Portuguese word. But Krishna is being blamed by showing Krishna down. They are showing the entire Sanatana Dharma down. And that's how they are preaching to their Christian followers and the Muslim followers that you are superior. That means if you are superior, you can guide others. They are inferior. So even though Hinduism is a superior culture and a superior philosophy, we have to listen to them like folded hands. Ideally, we should be speaking. You should be speaking. And Sharadji should be speaking to the congressmen and the senators. Now, let me come to the Republican parties and other political parties also. They have made a one major mistake and Democrats have corrected it. Most of the Democrat strategists are Indians. Saikat Chatterjee. Saikat is the one who is running the Bernie Sanders campaign and is running the campaign of this thing, of uh, AOC and all the people who Republicans hate. But there is no Indian strategist in the Republican Party. So Republican Party is without a brain. So they <laughs> keep on winning, not because of themselves, but they are winning because of Biden. Biden is helping them win. So he said Rahul Gandhi is the best pro is a pro campaigner for BJP. Here Biden is the best campaigner for Republicans. They should give him money actually. So the the point is that we as a community, we do not understand that how our Gita, our scriptures, make us you see the symbol of an the sign of an intelligent man is he is not judgmental. He has an open mind. That's an intelligent man. A, a, a not intelligent man is a dogmatic person. He is bound by some rules and dogmas. So Hindu community by nature and design is an open-minded community, an intelligent community. And it is the only community we should be guiding others. But instead of guiding others, we are learning. So that attitude has to change. It will change only when we reorient ourselves to the Bhagavad Gita, Ramayana, Mahabharat as a main books of education. Main books of education. That was, you really hit upon the exact theme that I had. And many years ago, I was told that Hindus do not need to go to Yale, Harvard and Oxford to study lifestyle and management. We need to study our own texts, Mahabharat, Gita, Ramayana, to know the true meaning of life and the life that one needs to lead. All life lessons are right there. We are running out of time. I wanted to thank all of you. Uh, you know, we have no questions, unfortunately, but that is okay. Uh, thank you very much, Sharadji. Thank you very much, Adityaji, for being on the show today. And, you know, what is very important for us to bear in mind is that eventually what you do defines. It is time for us to stand and be counted 
स्वामी विवेकानंद जी से आवाहन टू अराइज अवेकन असर्ट वॉज नेवर मोर रेलिवेंट टू विच आई ऑल्सो एड विभूति झाज फोर्थ ए इज कॉल्ड एक्ट बिकॉज इफ इफ यू डू नॉट इफ यू अराइज अवेकन एंड असर्ट बट इफ यू डू नॉट एक्ट दैट यू विल यूज योर नॉलेज टू एक्ट देन ऑल थिंग्स फॉल फ्लैट सो दिस इज वॉट आई वॉन्टेड टू से टू यू ऑल गेट इंगेज इन योर कम्युनिटी closing statement i will ask you sarji i also wanted to say that uh, you know to happy to announce to all the viewers that i have been chosen by republican party aditya ji your thought they listen to you perhaps i have been chosen by republican party to contest new york state assembly seat in november and i have given my consent i have been approved and the battle will be on <laughs> so charaji your closing statement so uh, congratulations for that and we will be as a community uh, totally behind you to make uh, this uh, be a successful experience uh, all i and uh, your uh, last statement about arise uh, what i feel is see when when uh, in in our american universities when our kid has to fill a form or we have to write some form they ask about race and yes. and nobody has asked us and and the the way they have defined race is are you asian are you hispanic are you caucasian now asian is is asian applies to the chinese uh, or the people yes. with the mongoloid race I'm not so for with the uh, indian race so mm-hmm. and russia which is half asia and half europe they don't write uh, write as a asian or or a uh, caucasian they will write as a caucasian so right. what i have done with my and i have started with myself is i have made my son uh, choose others section there is a, a section in the race called others and in the others parenthesis i write india now right. let them challenge i can i can go to the to the civil court or any court because there is no definition of asia is a geography it is not a race first of all race is not a science it was all created by somebody for some purpose and they say they say that they fund lot of money uh, for uh, doing the, the medical uh, research based on the race those are again a different discussion we'll talk again i have written my uh, last book also how they have uh, there's a big scam there so all i'll say is be assertive uh, respect the rule of law and love this country this is a great country and this is your own country don't be shy that saying that you know somebody is doing mercy to you by accepting you or assimilating you it's other way around they are majority and people have to come and and, and come to our house rather than we going and going to their house so this is how i see and how i live so thank you so much for giving me this opportunity thank you thank you aditya ji and just wanted to share some people one gentleman had asked the question are there any study groups for geeta in usa as a question is addressed to you aditya ji there are several Uh, several are... and uh, sathology runs every day there is a every day geeta group at 5 pm pacific 8 pm running for 17 years now that's right thank you thank you very much have a great weekend and have a great week ahead see you next week satyameva jayate satyameva jayate press the bell icon on youtube and don't miss another update